Decision Podcast. I'm Don Bruins, and I'm joined today by some of our engineering team and uh, product development team, uh, Nick, Trevor, Chad. Welcome, guys. Um, why don't you introduce yourselves? Nick Michael. I am a uh, staff system engineer working on application controls products. Uh, Trevor Gross. I'm uh, a systems engineer with Raven, um, and Boom Research was uh, one project I was involved with. Thanks for having me back again, Don. My name is Chad Bigler. I am a product manager, more specifically North America and around our slingshot and field computer products, but also a little bit into our application controls. All right. Well, welcome, everyone. Today, well, Trevor kind of gave a hint of what we're going to talk about, but uh, I'm going to pass it off to Chad here, and he's going to get into, explain uh, the product that we're talking about. It's a new feature product, I guess. If Is that kind of the way you're looking at it? It's a, a feature to our um, current application systems? Yeah, Don, I would kind of explain it as more of a feature or an enhancement. That's one thing Raven is very good at consistently doing is even though we launch a product to the market, we're continually improving and adding other features into the product, whether that's just on the object pool, uh, different diagnostics, or actually expanding beyond additional platforms. So maybe jumping right into it, Trevor did mention it, but two of the features within our application controls products are around boom priming and boom recirculation. And both are feature enhancements that will be coupled with our Hawkeye product offering. If you're not familiar with our Hawkeye product offering, it is our PWM application uh, system that has been in the market for, oh man, five years, give or take, as a couple different uh, variants, but it's another feature enhancement that we are doing. Uh, boom priming is kind of a, more of a generic term and same way with boom recirculation, but it's definitely um, a big benefit in regards to your overall system. Uh, one of the things around boom priming and boom recirculation is really just uh, minimizing your uh, application of product, eliminating waste, and being environmentally friendly. So we have seen variants of this out in the market, but this is Raven's own spin and own touch, uh, coupling it with our Hawkeye system. One of the big things I want to talk about here in this podcast is we've mentioned a couple things of new feature ads, new enhancements. And to be clear, we're talking about two separate things. Uh, one or A is boom priming, B being our boom recirculation. Both are functions of a software update on the PC2 node that really kind of are fundamentally different, but yet are still trying to help accomplish the same goal. A couple of goals that we're looking at is to really eliminate waste and be environmentally friendly. And Trevor touched on that a little bit as well. But the differences between boom priming and boom recirculation is boom priming is you are still priming the boom and putting product out, working from your outer section and working in each section based off of a timed amount of product going through the boom. So rather than backing up to a ditch and just dumping product out and expecting that your boom is at rate prior to starting down the field, it's actually a calculated equation based off of your boom plumbing, your spacing, your length of boom, uh, the flow rate out of your pump, to allow you to ensure that the second you start, whether it's into your headlands or actually down your rows, that you're applying the rec correct amount of product. Where boom recirculation takes that one step further, 
is you're allowing you to prime the boom without actually applying any product. So you're returning that product back to tank. Couple benefits for that. One, I can, if I just started my rate and I can ensure that my entire boom is at rate, I'm not dropping any product to the ground. Um, but also if I'm out in the middle of the field, I stop for a break or lunch or to reload, I can recirculate and grab anything in my boom. So if I had anything else settled down, um, I can certainly bring that back to tank. I'm not throwing a hot or a concentrated load out immediately when I start. Or when I go to switch fields and I need to clean out my boom, I have an option to recover or reclaim said information and ensure that I'm clean uh, when I actually go apply a different rate. Or if I actually need to fully rinse and fully clean my system, I just now cleaned out my, my boom, ensuring that I just didn't dump a bunch of extra product on the ground. Nick, Trevor, other things to maybe add or clarify on those two enhancements that we have coming forth? It um, The addition of both features uh, just ensures that the, the process is done the exact same way, uh, no matter who the user is. Uh, so if they're uh, if you have a, a new user or a novice user versus a seasoned user uh, who may have a few different tricks of the trade that they've learned from experience uh, or no experience, uh, it just streamlines that, streamlines that process to ensure that uh, no matter who they put in the seat, um, it can be done the same way and uh, ensure that they're successful right out of the gate with the application. Oh, wait a minute, guys. Sorry, Nick, I had a message pop up that uh, recording was stopped. I, I hope you don't miss what Chad just said because he hit the nail on the head beautifully. That's good. Well, I was going to ask, interested to get some feedback on, well, how does this, uh, we add this new feature and uh, how's it been performing out there in the field? Nick, do you want to take that away or Trevor? Or do you want me to jump in there again? Trevor can probably jump in on the uh, field performance. Yeah, so field performance this spring, uh, summer, uh, went really well. Feedback we got from the guys was, was very positive. Um, really liked the application or the enhancements, I guess. Allowed them a couple different things, like you said, uh, the boom prime. Uh, they're able to charge their booms with the chemical, uh, the product that they're using that day, and uh, put it right back to tank instead of um, dumping it to, to atmosphere. Again, I, I say boom prime. When you have the recirculation portion of this, this feature, um, it allows you to capture everything again touching on the environmental friendly aspect of this so over the year or over this summer we had i think it was nine machines out in the field that ran uh, this system for us uh, as kind of our beta exercise all of which reported very positive user experience great you guys talk it it's a feature it's an add-on so how do i get it so what what do i get or what do i do to make this happen i you know i I guess I'm cheating a little bit. I know it takes some plumbing, but uh, what in all does it take to get this system or how does it uh, add on to uh, the current system I have out there? So what we have uh, for systems that have existing product controller twos, so either the product controller two is the controller or uh, Hawkeye on the, on the machine. Uh, we have a new cable for those machines. We have uh, a new cable to fire a couple extra uh, extra outputs that we need. We have a software update, so they would update to a 
20.3 version that will be available shortly. And of course, as you mentioned, Don, we have a plumbing kit that will, for the most part, maintain their existing plumbing uh, with a few additions to ensure that we get the product to uh, flow back to tank. So we've got a couple extra valves. We've got a couple extra electric valves and some hand valves that we have uh, to ensure that we get that product flowing back to tank when not spraying. So plumbing kit that includes cable and a software update are the main items that they'll need. Okay. So I, I take it you said it's any product controller too. We talked about Hawkeye. Uh, we also know that there are some machines out there that are sold with the, our product controller too as the controller without the PWM nozzles uh, on the machine. So that uh, that means it's available for those machines also. Most of them have the full-blown setup, I believe, but uh, on occasion uh, we'll run across a few of those machines out there too. So, Great. And we have the, the priming is available for machines that have product controller two without uh, the Hawkeye edition, uh, but the recirculation requires you to have the actual full Hawkeye uh, nozzle control valve system on the machine. Okay. Okay. And you can achieve the, the recirculation side requires again, that addition of the plumbing kit uh, and the changing cable and the software, but uh, just to see, achieve a, a more streamlined boom priming where you're, you're still spraying out the nozzles, uh, out the section valves to prime the machine, um, then that's simply a software update, simply that's available with our 20.3 software update. All right. All right. That's good. Question to probably Trevor, do we have any feedback from the operators on time saved by having the, the ability to, you know, use the tank, you know, rinsing it for cleaning or uh, setting up the starting a new job or new field with new chemistry that it's filling the boom up in a timelier manner or, or any, any of that time savings or any of the feedback on the value they're seeing from it? No, unfortunately, that's something we didn't really quantify during this beta run. Um, that specifically, guys, guys did make the comment, obviously, that the machines are easier to rinse out. Um, they, they are more confident in the fact that they got all the, the product out of their boom um, with the ability to actually research fresh water through there. As far as time savings, that, like I said, that really wasn't uh, quantified at all. All right, Chad. Guys, we've got other things we want to talk about. Chad, I don't know if you want to mention we've got um, the what we have available is for Case IH sprayer setups only currently. Uh, that's the our first availability. To add to that just a little bit, Nick's spot on. It is for Case IH. And then we have two kits available. So Nick did touch on this as well, that it's a software update. There's a cable update. But based on the model year of your machine, we do have a couple different physical plumbing kits available. The cutoff is a model year 17, correct, Nick? So 17 and forward and 16 and prior do have a different kit. Yes, that's right. It's the 
the easiest way to think about it, it's the the machines that are factory offered with uh, Case IH AIM Command Flex versus, which I believe, yes, you say it was a model year 17 uh, versus the older versions that have more of our retrofit system on them. And then the way we've packaged that kit is we've actually made it really simple for everyone that's listening. We've made the kit to where it will match up to a 132, 135 foot seven section machine. And that entire bill of materials will be in there. So no matter if you have a, let's say all the way down to a 90 foot five section machine or a 127 section, you will have enough components to do um, any of those configurations. Just know that there might be a couple additional components left if you have uh, less than seven sections or if you're Hose routing is not a 132 or 135 foot. Um, there will be uh, extra hose, but as part of our instructions, and Nick, maybe you want to talk about the generic install, we have provide guidelines in regards to how these should be installed and knowing that different configurations, different routings um, could uh, adjust a little bit. So we have put together a very generic kit that should for majority of everybody listening and for all installs uh, work in its intended um, application. However, there might be some adjustments that the dealer and user might want based off of their customized setup. And we certainly trying to give you that flexibility, but just also want to kind of put the public service announcement out there that in the event you install the entire kit, and there's a few extra components in there. It's because we have provided a little bit more of a generic install. And that could be the case to where you don't necessarily use everything in the in the kit. Yes, that's that's right. We have um, all the components for all the platforms for the Case IH booms, the, the current available Case IH booms uh, in the kit. Um, the, the installations can, can vary a little bit per machine. We've got uh, a few more and a few less components depending on how many sections you have, whether it's a five, six, or seven section machine. For the most part, the center sections are the same. Uh, where we return it back to tank, but the the booms are slightly different, uh, and where we where we add valves, where we add hoses, depending on fold joints, are are slightly different. The way to think about how we're doing this is that we are simply using the existing supply plumbing, and then linking all of the boom spray tubes together, so that when we are uh, recirculating we're moving that product through the entirety of the boom plumbing. And that is what is helping us uh, keep these systems, you know, assisting in the rinse out, if you will, and assisting in keeping the suspendeds and the, and the, and the product from settling out is that we're actually moving all of the product through the entire boom plumbing to make sure that there's not uh, dead spots and not uh, spots to maybe have some of that build up. But also, we are still allowing the full ability of sectional control. So if you have a, a nozzle break off or need to run in a high flow mode where you can't necessarily use individual nozzle control, you need to have uh, nozzles and bypass nozzles on uh, for some of the high flow work, you can shut off the links in between those boom tubes and still have your standard uh, section control uh, ability. So we're not taking any functionality away from your existing machine. We're only 
adding and enhancing your user experience. All right. Thanks, Nick. Chad, what uh, anything else you guys want to talk about or explain here? We've kind of talked uh, through installs, best practices, and some of the setup. So I think that covers it. Uh, if you, you are interested, you guys want to touch on the the modes, uh, the modes of research while we're at it. Go sure. ahead, Trevor. <laughs> you should do that, Trevor. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'll do that. A uh, couple couple additional things I'd like to touch on here before we uh, wrap this up. Um, on a full-blown research system, there's a couple different operating modes that the user can utilize while using the system. Uh, one of them being manual research, the other one being auto recirculation. Um, the manual research is only enabled when the user presses a soft key on the UT screen. It does automatically disable once the master switch is turned on and the product application is in effect. Um, once the master switch shuts off, research does not turn back on until the user again enables it on the UT screen. The auto research portion of this takes the, the manual activation from the user and actually applies it to the master switch per se. So in auto mode, anytime the master switch is on and you're applying, research is off. Vice versa, when you shut that master switch off, it automatically enables the research system again. So a user can run this throughout the field, uh, research on the ends while he's turning around if he's got a chemical that really needs a lot of suspension. The one note, one thing we found in the field that kind of helps a little bit, if the operator is going to run in the auto research mode, is to kind of dial your standby PWM in so that the pressure you're running when you're in research mode is relatively close to what your application pressure is uh, that you're spraying in the field. Um, just to really help avoid any large pressure changes um, or rate fluctuations uh, if the user is running an auto. Oh, that's some good detail there, Trevor. Any, any like best practices almost, uh, any other thoughts on that? One thing we want to make sure you note is when recirculation is active, you want to make sure that your boom is actually unfolded so that all of the product is actually moving. Uh, and it, the users will will notice that uh, a lot of times when the boom is folded up, their normal supply hoses, the, the hoses that go to their section valves get pinched and pinched off. And if those hoses are pinched off or restricted, those sections won't get sufficient flow. And that's just a, a function of how the machine plumbing, the existing machine plumbing is routed and, and plumbed up there. And um, you want to make sure that uh, when you're when you're recirculating that it actually has a chance uh, to be fully unfolded and gets all of the or and and all of those kinks and everything are out of those hoses so that you can ensure that you have uh, full full agitation, full movement of all of the fluid that's in the boom. The other thing that we want to mention is uh, if you have a system that has chemical injection, uh, if you have a chemical injection system installed on the sprayer, uh, you uh, will have to 
either pull the fuse or disconnect those injection pumps if you want to use recirculation. Because if we detect a, a system that has recirculation on there, uh, it will not uh, it will not activate. We don't want you we don't want to run into the situation where you have uh, and you're using injection and you can you actually recirculate that injected product back to tank. That's uh, we don't want to contaminate that tank with anything that we have in the injection system. So we we do disable that functionality if we detect an injection pump on board. The the standard boom priming system uh, you can run that with a with the injection pump uh operating operating so so that all that all plays nice together but you just can't recirculate the product back to tank if injection is detected oh that's that's good to know nick that so well it makes perfect sense but uh good to know thanks and boom priming only works with the main product it does not it will not prime your injection system so that will still have to be done uh, in more of a manual fashion where you enter in a self-test speed and do it the way as you've you've probably learned how to do it in the past. Okay. A couple other things uh, I want to touch on here quick as well. Um, as it pertains to Boom Prime and Boom Research, there is a user enterable time value that gets set for the section valve timings as they cycle through. Um, those will default to 10. Um, we, we recommend that guys do some catch tests on the initial one to really dive in to find out what times they need. Um, typically the times out at the tip of the boom are going to be larger than those at the center rack. Those values work for both, again, prime and recirc, one set of values for both features. So just FYI. So that's just, a, we really just use a starting point in the software, but it's uh, ideal that since every boom could be a little different, plumbing, routing, how they put their hoses on, uh, lengths, they're all going to be a little different. So doing some uh, work on their end to, to figure that out is going to make uh, the system perform a little better, correct? Yes, that's correct, Dan. Okay. Where are we at? We we good for today or I think that covers it. Really appreciate Nick and Trevor taking some time to talk about our new enhancements and new features. And if anybody does have any questions on boom recirculation or boom priming, feel free to reach out through your dealer or through normal channels through Don's team or anybody else. And we'd be happy to talk to you more about boom priming or boom recirculation. Great. Thanks a lot. So thanks for joining us today, everybody. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Don. Thanks, guys.